All right, everybody, welcome to episode eight of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. It's a special edition of the podcast. We are live from the, well, we're not actually live, but we're recording from the parking lot across the street from Yankee Stadium right before game 162. A little playoff preview now that we know that the Yankees are locked in to play the Minnesota Twins in the wild card game uh, Tuesday night. So, uh, Chris, now that the division is put to bed, are you at all disappointed that the Yankees did not take home the division this year? Yeah, of course. I'm sad. I'm saddy. All right, can I just say something? Chrissy don't like it. Can I say something, please? Yeah. You got to cut that shit out. What? These weird voices. I love I'm getting them. numerous viewer complaints about your weirdness. I don't think so. Yeah. Hey, uh, can I bring something up to the viewers at home? Sure. We're in your car right now. People are staring at us. People are staring at us. People think I just. <laughs> people think I just opened up a like a detonator, right. and I have some suspicious bag. But aside from that, it's me and you. We're here to record the podcast, right? And there's some d bag in the front seat. <laughs> Care to say hello, d bag? No, I'm not <laughs> saying <laughs> when you're. My intros that call me a D bag. Uh, the Godfather is here. How you doing, Stat Guy Rye? I'm the Godfather. So Stat Guy Rye hurts a little. I had some uh, taquitos. So Stat Guy Rye had some Seven Eleven. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So are you good? Yeah. All right. So we don't want any explosions in the car. Uh, If I have to leave, though, I can. Right. Yes, we don't hear the door open. We don't. We don't really need you today. (laughs) Just the day that we. The day that we actually. I'm here. The day that we. He's actually here. We don't really need him. (laughs) All right. So anyway, couple things we want to touch on. Nice shot. Huh? Nice shot. Oh, we're watching people play cornhole in the parking (laughs) lot here. All right. So anyway, let's get back to business here because this is going to be the most disjointed podcast you've ever listened to because Chris has the attention span of a friggin' goldfish and he's. Watching people throw yellow bags around, so it's definitely... Uh... Hi, I'm Tom. Who's Tom? <laughs> From first dates, five second. Oh, five second Tom? <laughs> All right, so anyway, let me try to rein this in here so we can get going here. Um, Yanks are playing the Twins Tuesday night. It's going to be Irvin Santana versus Luis Severino. Uh, what was it, last week when the Twins were in? Yanks swept them, but there's a couple uh, lineup changes, I guess you can say. Does it scare you that the Yankees swept them and they're going in for their fourth straight against Minnesota Well, I would have won this quickly of a time? Uh, mm, yes and no. Like, for I'm not, I'm not normally one of those people that are like, okay, they're due for a loss, but it scares me a little that they swept Minnesota and it's like... You know, this is their fourth straight now. It it makes me a little nervous. All right. Well, I can see that line of thinking, and usually I'm the type of guy that doesn't like playing a team off a losing streak because they're due to get hot. So that's kind of like my mentality here. But also, I think Severino is going to be coming out there with something to prove because he didn't pitch well against the Twins last week. Um but the Twins are, and this is what I was going to get to before uh, you cut in there, is that the Twins are going to have a big bat back in their lineup, which the Yankees didn't see last week. Miguel Sano uh, came off the DL a couple days ago, and Paul Molitor is trying to knock the rust off to get him ready for uh, 
the wild card game. Do you see that playing a major role in the game? Uh, <clears throat> it's going to change the aspect of their lineup, of course. But the Yankees are still in a different league, I think. They're still too good to lose this game. He doesn't scare me. Just having Sano come back doesn't scare me. Not, you know, if you're talking about a lineup like the Houston Astros or something and then you're adding Sano to it, that's a different story. But to add Sano to this lineup, yeah, of course it makes it better, but it doesn't scare me. But he's the one guy that maybe could wreck a game for Minnesota where last week they didn't really have that guy in their lineup. Doesn't matter. You just you pitch smart to him. We're still a better team. It it, it shouldn't scare them. You got to be smart with how you pitch to him. You got to know that anyone hitting in front of him or behind him uh, isn't going to be as good as him. He's their best guy. He's their scariest guy. So you just got to be smart and you got to find ways to get him out or not let him hurt you. I'm pretty sure he's also really really having a bad year against right-handed pitching this year. I think you're right. I think they said that the other day. I think that's why they want to try and get him as many at-bats as they can right now. They're a little nervous about that. I still think he's a huge force in their lineup that the Yankees are going to have to contend with. Yeah, I'm not I'm not arguing that. Because if you think about it, you know, uh, Mallory's a really smart hitter. in front. Of, he's probably going to hit in front of him if I'm not mistaken. So, you know. I'm not saying it doesn't, you know, I'm not saying he's an Are we making out. too much of Miguel Sano? Yes. I think so. Uh, if, like I said, if Miguel Sano is being put into a lineup where you have guys like Altuve, Correa, Springer, uh, you know, that's a different story. You're putting you're putting a guy into a, a mediocre lineup who's, you know, has been better than what was expected of them, but... I don't see it being an issue for this team. All right, so let's let's break down a couple of things here heading into the game Tuesday night. Uh, I think if you were gonna if you were gonna hey, there's a train. Boop 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 boop. If you're gonna if you're a betting man, I would say the odds are in the Yankees' favor. They're home. They're they're the better team on paper. But like we've been saying for weeks now here on this podcast is that uh, one-game scenario scares you because there's no avoiding certain circumstances. You can't get around your pitcher giving up four runs in the first inning, right? You, you... What are you doing? What? I was, trying, I was oh. trying to be, like, coy and just... Yeah, oh, you know, no, you he, can jump in. You talk about me having the small attention span, but uh, you're the yeah, one... You totally just stop talking. I'm trying to You get like, so sneaky. distracted... Um, uh, I've Miguel Sano, 37.4K percentage versus right-handed pitcher. Yeah, that's high. Yeah, and, you know, Severino's a strikeout pitcher, <laughs> yeah, so. Exactly. Can I say something that uh, John and Susan brought up the other day? Sure. <clears throat> How, no, you got to interlude it with however. 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 Uh, <laughs> we can't say that. We're not paid Driven. to say that. Don't say that. We're not paid. We're not paid to say that. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> um. She made a good point. I don't I don't buy it fully, but she made a good point that all the pressure is on the Yankees. I mean I did I was listening to the game when they know, said that. Everything is on the Yankees. If if the twins lose, they're expected to lose. But if the Yankees lose, what a disappointment, man. But I've also heard 
I mean, counter- this team could have won the East. They really could have. But let's take you back to February when this team wasn't expected to be here. And now- no, I know. I know. So you have to be fair on on all ends. You're right. So let's t- let's take it to that point where the Yankees. I think if the Yankees get to the ALDS, that's when you can talk about that. What then playing with house money? Yeah. So now they. I, I think right now in the wild card, they've proven throughout the season enough that they're the way better team at this point. I mean, like I said last week, them and the Twins are in different leagues, in my opinion. So I think after this week, you can start saying, "Look, this team wasn't even supposed to be here at this point." So. You know, they made it to a series in the playoffs. That's great. But at this point right now, if the Yankees lose to the Twins, it's the biggest disappointment in a very, very long time. When they lost in 15 to the Astros, yeah, it sucked. But, you know, you you were watching a team, like you said, that was falling apart every single week. It was like they scored less and less runs. This team's on, on the climax, man. They came back. They're scoring runs again. They're clicking on all angles, all cylinders, everything. This team needs to win Tuesday night. I'm not saying that I won't be disappointed, especially that we're going to be here and it's going to really take the sails out of uh, our spirits. What? Wind out of your sail. Was that the phrase you were going with? Who cares at this point what anybody means by anything, but... Uh, I think most of the time we're just making words up anyway, right, Mr. Laxadaisical? Yeah. Okay. So. All right. How many innings do you give Sev? I mean, how many runs? How, no, let me get to this point first. Um, like I was saying, it's really going to damper, dampen. There you go. That's the word I want. Dampen our spirits that we're here. But I keep going back to that. We had no expectations for this team. Doesn't matter. In February. Doesn't matter. You do now. We're a 91-win team. That part is incredible. That made the playoffs. You can't tell me that we're going to leave here after a loss and after a couple days look back and say, but wow, think of that season. No. You do that if they win the wild card game, then they lose the ALDS to you know the Indians, and you sit back and you say, but look at that season they had, man. At this point, if they lose to the Minnesota Twins in the wild card game, you look back on the season and say, yeah, I know nothing was expected really, but think about the talent this team showed. And they lost to the Twins? You can't let that happen in the Bronx. You're never, ever going to be okay with that loss. I'm sorry. You might think you will be, but you never, ever will be. It will. Sting. If they go in and they and they lose to the Indians in the ALDS, that's a different story. Yeah, it'll sting. I agree with you, but... Like, we keep going back to this. Anything can happen in one game. If the Yankees lost the best of five to the Twins, yeah, you're probably going to jump in the Harlem River because they should have. They should be the better team. They should win. But anybody can win any one game. So then you're knock, You're pretty much just knocking Major League Baseball at that point. And I, you know what? I like having the second wild card. So I do think I. it adds a lot to Major League Baseball. And, like, um, our guess last week Chris Corelli said that it keeps a lot of these smaller market teams interested and their fan base is interested. But on the same token, you need to play a best of three. The season ends today is a Sunday. The season ends, you play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Division series starts on Thursday. You, you want to penalize the wild card team? That's how you do it. You give them no off days until in between game right. two and three. I agree. All right. So then you get a little bit of who's the better team because now you're playing a best of three 
And it shows me who the better team is when you win two out of three for the most part, right? Right. Okay. So that's how I would personally do it. You know, you have to think of something too, right? You keep going back to what we expected in February. Uh, This team also didn't have Todd Frazier in February. They didn't have Sonny Gray in February. They didn't have Tommy Canely and, you know, I'm David glad that Robertson. you brought his name up because we're going to get into that in a minute. So you can't – at this point, you really – you can't go back to what you expected in February unless they do win this game. They, It doesn't matter what you expected in the past. They have to win this game. You can't lose Tuesday. No, you can't lose, but you can lose. So, that's But, but what... if you do, I'm just, all I'm trying to say is as a fan, as a spectator, anything, anything you want to look at it and from any angle, it's not okay for them to lose. You you will never look back and say, yeah, but, you know, they won 92 games when they weren't supposed to. No. If, if, if they down... lose to the Indians who have 100 and what, 101 wins, you know, the Indians are a great team. They won the pennant last year. You could sit here and say, wow, this – this team made the ALDS, man. And, yeah, they lost to the Indians, but, you know, we didn't expect anything from the beginning. You can't lose this game to the Twins and be okay by any means. I don't care what was expected uh, of them. All I'm going to say is that this is supposed to be year one. The Yankees are here I early. I don't care. You keep going back to the same thing. I don't care what was expected. And what if this- We're Yankee fans, man. Yeah, but you know We're what? Yankee fans. We can't this is use it. That you showed anymore. us. You showed us that you have what it takes to get this far. You better win it. You can't use that. Oh, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, I'm spoiled. Can. You can't use it anymore because obviously since 2012, it's been pretty much, excuse my language, but shit here. Okay, it's been nothing but a bunch of washed up nobodies <laughs> or uh, overpaid bums that have put on pinstripes and we're hanging on to these last moments of glory and then come August 1st of 2016 Brian Cashman finally wiped the slate clean with all of this stuff and started putting the, this team and this organization in the right direction and they're here early they're not supposed to be a playoff team this year but they're here early So and they it, are a playoff team yeah that's what I'm saying they are so. a playoff team they're here a year early so if you want to, if you want to say they have to win this game on Tuesday, I agree they have to win this game on Tuesday. It's going to be a massive disappointment if they don't. But I'm not going to classify this season as a disappointment or a lost season if they don't win Tuesday. I never took it that far. But that's I wouldn't sit here and say it's a disappointment of a season. I mean, any season you don't win the World Series, it's a disappointment of a season. But you have so much to look forward to still. And just because they lose this game doesn't mean that you're still not going to look forward to things. All I'm saying is you will never be able to justify them losing this game by, hey, they weren't expected to to get this far anyway. All right, That's so all I'm saying. If the Boston Red Sox were the wild card team and they lost, would you change your opinion on what you're talking about here? That they couldn't lose this game, but if Boston was the wild card team. Yeah, no, I would. You would change your opinions because it's the Twins that you can't lose this game. That's a bit that plays a big factor only because they showed how much better they are. Like the fact that the Yankees season comes down to one game against a team that's way, way, way uh, inferior. Not to three them. ways, maybe two. Two ways inferior to them. You can't lose that game, man. I'm sorry. I know it's a one game playoff, but. All I'm saying, and and this will be the last we touch on this part of uh, the preview, is that I wanted to see my only 
What are you doing? Why are you lighting fire in the car right now? <laughs> if this I pod- just said something really bad. <laughs> if this podcast never sees the light of day, it's because we're on fire. <laughs> anyway, what all I wanted detonator. to see, all I wanted to see. And he's got a bag. He's pulling out a computer, and now he has a lighter. <laughs> he has straw headphones on. <laughs> what is that white thing in their hands? It looks like an alien receptor. Uh, We're contacting the aliens. Oh, anyway, back. All, right. all I wanted mm. to see out of the 2017 New York Yankees was that Brian Cashman had them on the right track, and he does, and he does. So I think anything that happens Tuesday, as disappointed as you would be that they're not playing a playoff series, you feel good that this team's on the right track yeah, for the future. Yep. All right. So now we'll move on to a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of uh, who's better than. So you're going to give the Yankees lineup the advantage, right? Way, way superior. <laughs> All right. So who, who would you say has the advantage in the starters? Would you say Irvin Santana is better than Luis Severino? Are you are you mocking me? Uh, is this like <laughs> Santana? Come pitched, on, man. Santana pitched at the game I went to against Jaime. Uh, he looked very good. No, I'm not he a, saying yeah, he's I not think, good. I think he gave up a run in the second, or two runs in the second inning. I don't judge hit a home run in the second. I'm not saying he's not great. He had a great year this year. I'm not saying he's not great, but... but out of the two. Come on. When you're talking Luis Severino right now, you're talking top three in the AL. Mm-hmm. You're not talking top five in Santana. You're really not. So that's not even a question. But he, when he came in here, he did shut the Yankees down for the most part. I think what he, allowed he two lost runs? the game. Two runs. Doesn't uh, matter. Because he lost the Yankee the game. starter was better. So <laughs> if. For that game. For yeah. that game. Yeah. Wasn't that the Jaime outs. Garcia game? Yeah. He yeah. just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. Who the hell's oh. paying attention to Stack Guy Rye? <laughs> <laughs> so Santana's shown the uh, ability to come in here and pitch a good game. Right. What if he pitches better than that and he shuts the Yankees down for seven innings? What if Joe decides to go to Jaime Garcia instead of Severino with that theory? I'm going to tell you right now, if if we're <laughs> if we're in this stadium Tuesday night and I see Jaime Garcia on the mound, I'm jumping from the ledge. <laughs> what do you think these people think we're doing? I don't know. Like They're realistically. Drunk. They're so drunk right now, they don't even know. This guy's drinking his beer can. I don't think this down. guy had a beard a few minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, he look at his eyes. He's got he's 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 uh, <laughs> he's got drunk eyes right now. They're they're going uh, two different directions. You know, he has like a mini like uh, trailer attached to their pickup truck. Yeah, they that's do. excessive that's for the cool. last game of the year. That doesn't mean anything. That's excessive. That's pretty cool though. Yeah, I never saw it before. Are we previewing the wild card game or observing people right now? Both. All right, so um. Yes. Severino better than uh, Santana. Are you at all concerned that the Yankees... I don't know. I, really... I don't know what you're going to say, but I'm not concerned about anything. See, I'm trying to find things to argue there's with you nothing, about. But there's nothing to argue. That's my point. My point is there's nothing to argue in this game. And I if agree. it were against the Red Sox, we could probably find some points to argue. There's no argument. The Yankees need to go out there Tuesday night, and they need to dominate like the team that they are. The That's Yankees. It. That's it. Done. No argument. That's the preview. Yankees better win Tuesday. 
That's the preview. I mean, we really can't. It's. I mean, if they make it to a series against Cleveland, I mean, we can break things down and who's better where. But on paper, let's say this. The let's Yankees, say this. No, don't say anything right now. The Yankees are the better ball club by far. Way, but, way and that's better. what scares you about playing one game because one day anybody right. can be better than anybody. Right. Let's say this to look at a silver lining on the Yankees not winning the division. And we touched on this, me and you. Uh, if the Yankees go into today and we're coming to a meaningful game right now at the stadium and they tie the Red Sox and they have a one game playoff and Luis Severino pitches that game. We talked about, you know, they win, they make it to the ALDS, that's great, but you are burning Severino at that point, too. So, I mean, you got a fresh Severino right now. Uh, He's got to come out and he's got to win. And I think, like Hoke said, uh, the way the schedule lines up, or maybe it was Corelli, I forget, um, he should be back again by game three of the ALDS Assuming he wins Tuesday. All right, so we'll get into that because we're going to record post-game Tuesday night. Yes. And then if there's anything to talk about, we'll come back. Um, I don't even know when we would be able to, but we'll... We're kind of just going to be a free flow of a schedule. Yeah. If we feel like we need to record, we're going to record. Because if they, cause they'll play, I believe the Yankees would be slated to play Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. So we'll have to find a way to record something Wednesday just to quickly preview that so we can always get into certain things later on but one thing I wanted to touch on is the only game the Yankees lost on his homestand so far was a Sonny Gray game right pitched right there's two things I want to just briefly touch on about that number one we were when we had Corelli on last week we were all about skipping Tanaka should the Yankees win the world uh the wild card game right baseball's crazy man and now Tanaka's got to start. He's got to be the game one starter. He's my number After one. Fifteen strikeout performance Friday. You can't go to Sunny Gray. Here's the, here's what I told you, and I wanted to see if our listeners will agree with this. You know, please hit us back uh, at, at NYY Sports Talk on Twitter. Please let us know if you agree. I'm almost inclined. Should the Yankees win Tuesday to give the ball to Tanaka game one because. I've seen Tanaka be dominant, whereas I've only seen Sonny Gray be good. Yeah, that and was, there's a huge difference in those two statements. That was a that was a great text from you. It gave me chills when you said it because it makes a lot of sense. Tanaka, if you're gonna, you could really put Tanaka and Gray on the same playing field when you're talking about risk, and the biggest difference is that. We haven't seen Gray go out and and you sit there as a, as a fan and say, "Wow, he was brilliant today." But as bad as Tanaka has been in in a lot of his starts this year, how many times have you said, "Wow, this guy was brilliant," and he did it in his last start of the regular season? So there's no question in my mind, man, he's your guy. Tell me if I'm off base here, right? When we were watching the, the Sunny Gray game. Here's what is just so uh, frustrating about watching him. He's up 0-2, 1-2, and then he gives up a hit. He goes into these long counts because he's nibbling. He's got good stuff. I don't think I don't think. I it's... want him to trust his stuff more. When he's up on a guy, 
He, I didn't think he threw as hard as he did, but he's hitting 94-95 since he's been here. You got a good enough fastball with your other pitches. Trust it. I don't think it's that he – can I be honest? I don't think it's that he doesn't trust his stuff. I don't think it's that he's not confident because he's been in this league for long enough now and he's had enough success. I don't think it's a lack of confidence. I think it's more of, you know, there's there's a difference between having a lack of confidence in certain pitches and in that sense you're throwing other pitches instead. I think he just tries to be too clever when I he's think up I, there. That's a good I would So I don't say, yeah. I don't think he lacks confidence per se cuz I think he knows the kind of stuff he has. I just think he's trying to be too clever where there's some instances where you're just like forget the, you know, forget that pitch. Go with the fastball. Go go attack this guy. And he just doesn't pitch that way. And you know what? He's, it's a little bit different of a beast right now. He's in New York. He's pitched in Oakland his whole career. Uh, no, nobody's been paying attention to him. And now he's yeah, no, independent it's, race. it's the truth. And, you know, you might be facing a, a lineup like the Cleveland Indians where you can't afford to walk these guys. You can't afford to be cute. You got to come in. You got to be aggressive. And Because if the Tampa Bay Rays will make you pay, the Cleveland Indians well, will, yeah, will bury you. Because they're a great team. And they truly, if the Yankees get as far as the ALDS and they somehow, some way beat the Cleveland Indians, they are winning the World Series. They That team scares me. They are the only team I could sit here and confidently say all around are a better team than the New York Yankees. So, it'll be interesting. Alright, here's the two other things I want to get to from Sonny Gray's game, right? Number one. Hold on. Stack Guy Ray wants to give us something uh, here. This is Sonny Gray's postseason stats. He had two starts in 2013. 0-1, 208 ERA. Wow. 13 innings pitched, 13 earned runs. Uh, three earned runs. That's pretty three. good. One home run, 13 innings. That's pretty three good. Not bad. That's really good. Um, but he also, also it also ago, wasn't uh, against the Indians. So. All right, so here's the two things. And this brings me back to uh, our little – our preview that we were doing a little earlier, which was just basically Chris saying that the Twins suck and they shouldn't even make the trip here. Right. But I read it somewhere, and I don't know where I read it, and I don't care to credit the person because I think it's stupid. Two things that we're going to talk about really quickly. And then we're going to wrap up. All right. Number one, somebody brought up the fact that the Yankees shouldn't even put Severino on the mound for Tuesday's game. Start Chad Green and go bullpen for nine innings. <laughs> That's your reaction. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know who said it. That's just ridiculous to me. All right. If you are working for a prestigious network that covers baseball, <laughs> you cannot make that statement that the Yankees should skip so ridiculous, probably the man. third best starter in the American League to use your bullpen for nine innings. Because and I don't care what? how good they and are. And then what? And then you go into the ALDS and, and – Severino gets to pitch game one, but what? He gives you four or five innings, and then who do you go to? All right, so Chad Green, who just threw, who just threw four innings. How many innings realistically do you think you're going to get out of Green? Uh, okay, can I say something? Sure. We actually came to a game this year against the Orioles, where Chad Green was almost like a spot start. Yeah, do you remember that? Two innings. That the was game. the game. Judge hit the 500 foot home run. Yeah, it was 180 degrees in our seats. Yeah. I was dizzy. I couldn't even walk. Oh, I was dizzy as hell, too. And That was the hottest day of my And we life. watched that game, and, and, yeah, it panned out because the Yankees scored, like, 16 runs. Yeah. But 
That's against the Orioles, man. You're not going to do that in the postseason. No, and I think Green had a starter's mentality in that game. Yes, he still did. He wasn't established as the role he's in now. So, But what I'm saying is if you're going to start Chad Green, what are you expecting to get out of your bullpen? <laughs> How are you going to bridge all nine innings? Yeah, because you don't have guys like – if it's like 13 to nothing after four innings and the Yankees are winning, you don't have guys like Shreve or – you know what? Shreve's making a case for himself lately, but you don't he have does, guys – He does, then he does it. I know. Does, you know. I know. You watch one game where you're like, I'd like to see him on the playoff roster. And then yeah, the I next know. game, he has – Joe's got to get Chapman up in an 8 nothing game. Uh-huh. All right, so – So you don't have guys like Holder and Ben uh, – Hello. Hello. Coming in. We might see him. So, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Green, then you're going to go to Canely, and then you have to go to Robertson in a 13 nothing game. I mean, you're not going to have a you're not going to have like a guy off the bench that's or maybe like Garcia you would go to. Maybe uh, it should. It's so idiotic we shouldn't even be talking about it. All right. So here's the other idiotic thing, which I personally think it is, but people there's a little groundswell for it that Gary Sanchez doesn't play Tuesday because <laughs> of the risk of the pass balls. Yeah. Okay. Don't you realize what Joe's been doing lately? He's played him a lot more than he ha- than he's had to lately Is in these big games. To get him ready. You can't. I mean, you can make the argument, right, that if you're in the eighth, ninth inning, and it's like five, six, nothing, that you bring Austin Romine in defensively. But you know, you you have to remember something too. Fans don't even think of this. You're giving up possibly the the best arm behind the plate as well when you take him out. Not only that, he hit thirty. What did he hit? Thirty three home runs. This yeah, year? I mean, you're you're assuming that he might not even get another at bat at that point. But I'm saying to not no, even I play know. him at all. No, you can't. That's ridiculous. I read one article this week that says he he shouldn't even play in this game. Yeah, I've read a the bunch of articles of the pass too. Ball is too much to. But you know what? He might hit a three-run home run, and you might not even have to worry about right. pass balls. So that that point's idiotic as well. If you want to go to Romine defensively late in a game when they're up, that's a different story. All right, last thing we're going to touch on before we head into the stadium is um, I credited Joe for going for it this last week when they came home. So did I. Uh, down five games, and he still played – his whole lineup, um, but you said yesterday that he he really wasn't didn't because fully. of the Sunny Gray game. He went to Holder. It was a Holder, or right? Holder. Okay. My whole thing is I can't really give him flack for that because he didn't have uh, Green. And I just don't the, understand why Green wasn't available. First of all, That's he the just first. wasn't. If whatever. I mean, I'm sure we can look. Okay, at, but. You're gonna. You, I know what you're gonna do because we talked about it. You're gonna say that Canley didn't really even look the best anyway. But that was, you know, that's a hindsight type thing. If you're truly going balls out here for this division, you don't go to Jonathan Holder in that situation. Who else wasn't available? Green and who else? Uh, either Robertson or Batances oh, wasn't. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Robertson or Batances was not available in that game. It was Green and one of those two guys. I think Green and Robertson weren't. It's it's regardless. You, you just don't go to Holder there if you're truly going for it. I think Joe was trying to get by and get out of it, and it blew up. And that's the game that cost him the division. I wouldn't say to, that's the no, game. No, no, that no. Cost not, not cost him. I, you know, I should have 
chosen my words a little better there, but it's the game that has caused us to be watching a meaningless game at the stadium today. You know what? But I got to give Girardi the credit because he had his full lineup. And I will give him credit where it's due there as well. He did go in that sense. He stuck to his word and he went all out. But when it came to the bullpen and you can't fully fault him because he's got to make sure these guys are fresh. That's like his number one thing always. And I agree with it. You know, Maybe that's why Green wasn't available that day. Maybe he didn't want to go back-to-back regardless of how many pitches he threw the day before. So I'm not going to knock the guy. All I'm saying is the reality of it is if Joe was truly 120% going for it, didn't matter what it took, Jonathan Holder doesn't come into that game when he does. You know what? So that's all I'm saying. I'm not not knocking Joe. He was maybe... He was like 85 to 95 percent. No, I wouldn't. 98 percent because fine, but it's not 100 percent. And I also think maybe he thought that Holder could get one out. That's exactly what I said. He was trying to get by with Holder because he he still had confidence in the kid to come in and do what he had to do. However, however, however. He shouldn't have went to him if he was truly going for it. And to be honest, we haven't seen Kainley be the greatest at keeping inherited right. runners from scoring. So, I mean, it was a tough spot for Joe. He went with what he thought would be the best, and maybe it ultimately cost him a shot at the division. But, you, I mean, it's, But you know what? We don't even talk about it if they win Tuesday night. So Yeah. All right. So, um, we were, we were going to give away some T-shirts here. We have our NYY Sports Talk T-shirts. And... Um, I put out a tweet to see who wanted one, and apparently, um, Miss, what's her name? Samantha. Samantha, whose Twitter handle is, I don't even know. I oh, hate Chris New, Carter, probably. No, Newport Living. Yes. The two time defending champion of Chris <laughs> Carter hating. Samantha, you are the only one that actually follows directions correctly and realizes that Don Zimmer is not a member of <laughs> NYY Sports Talk. So you will be getting an NYY Sports Talk t-shirt. When you listen to the podcast, hit us up on, on the Twitter and tell us, hey, guys, I on heard the that, Twitter on the Twitter, not the Twitter, the Twitter. Just hit us up and we'll get uh, all that information and dm us if you want some promo codes to save some money on some of our merchandise out there make sure you follow us at myy sports talk uh playoffs are coming so it's gonna be fun hopefully we get to go extended into this thing so here we are sunday about to walk into the stadium before game 162 uh a little playoff preview for tuesday you know it's there's really not too much to say the yankees are the better team on paper they just got to go out there tuesday night and prove they're a better team on the field also Okay, so that's okay. what that means because on the field anything can happen. Right. All right, so just Tuesday night, Sevy give us six six shutout innings and let the bullpen take it from there. Right. All right, let's see. Let's see. Judge hit one five hundred and ten feet, and we'll, we'll win a nice uh, six to one ball game. Right. I hope so. Low low stress game. All right, so uh, let's wrap that up. Nice uh, little little end of this end last week discussion here as we head into Tuesday. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday night. For our uh, Wednesday release of our immediate reaction of the game. Yeah, so hopefully uh, I will live to see my 34th birthday because my birthday is Wednesday. If the Yankees lose, I'll probably drown myself in the river. (laughs) If not, then you guys can wish me a happy birthday on Wednesday. But until then, 
Uh, follow us at NYY Sports Talk. Follow me at Christian underscore NYYST. Uh, rate, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Leave us a review. You know, all the good stuff that we talk about every single week. Stack Guy Ryan, you want to say anything? Uh, I'm probably going to buy a nice uh, sausage sandwich at the game. Ryan, talking I, about this I can't say sausage. the brand. Oh, no, don't say the brand. <laughs> well, we're not getting paid <laughs> for that. We're not going to give them a free I'm a premium. A premium. premium. You can say premium. All right, so thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> Monday's an off day, so the you know, nice day to keep your nerves nice and calm mm. before the the uh, stress of a one-game playoff. Sausage. So, uh, <laughs> Daddy, would sushi. you like a sausage? <laughs> yeah, Chris gets sushi. Yeah. I'm getting Tanaka sushi to honor Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all racist, by the way. It's not. Uh, yeah, He's Japanese. All right, anyway, oh. before this podcast goes into just – undying racism here because Chris wants to eat sushi because a Japanese pitcher <laughs> pitched well. Uh, let's say goodbye. Let's uh, Hopefully we'll have some good things to talk about Tuesday night. So You say goodbye. <laughs> I, I say hello. Hello, <laughs> hello. hello. Alright guys, so uh, that's it from me. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.